0: There you go, some mood music for you, shall we? Get you into the. Uh... Is that a pot song? I've never even put. I've never even put that with a pot song. I never even, never even, never even registered with me. Got any Bob Marley? Yeah, maybe? I, think in the uni- I think in the United States they had to call <laughs> yeah. the song
1: "Half Pipe."
0: <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, inspired by Ross Rabliani. I mean, how how long ago was it when we were so outraged that, you know, Ross Rabliano... The border. I mean, you got caught with marijuana. Won't somebody please think of the children? Marijuana. And now it's laughable because (laughs) pot is not a performance. You know, it's not like steroids. Okay? It's not going to make them do that.
1: Unless you're that snowboarder.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Nonetheless, that was then. This is now. And uh, this is a massive time in Canada. No question, we are going into a massive cultural shift in the next week. And Wall Street's top pot analyst uh, declared this morning that this market, that Canada, is going to be way bigger than she predicted. Uh, Vivian Azer is the leading analyst in all things pot, and she and the others are watching Canada. And this is what she told CNBC this morning. You're talking about this massive step change in terms of the addressable market, right? You know, we are bringing a $7 billion illicit market, you know, into the legal market. And so it does require a different valuation framework. Mm -hmm. So the media, of course, focuses on smoking pot, you know, like Charlie and I were talking about that. But there are countless other partnerships that pot is going to build with the mainstream. You're going to have food products, booze, clothing, oils, medicine, beauty products pet products. And yeah, pot, endless amounts of pot, Just wait way till the edible market comes along. And so this woman is now forecasting it, saying, yeah, that the pot market will one day be worth $500 billion. And I did not mix up my zeros. I was shocked by that. But again, there's no real cap on this new economy. Let's bring in uh, Melissa Rolston. She's a CEO over at Team MD. Hello there. Hey, how are you, Melissa, this is an exciting time for you guys. Correct? you're uh, ready to roll out?
1: Uh, yes, it is a very exciting time for the for the past um, year and a bit. we've actually been developing software. Yep. We're more focused on on the the medical side, specifically chronic pain and chronic degenerative disease mm-hmm. um, but to be able to see cannabis brought into an adult use market where it's federally legalized national well federally obviously um it's just it's exciting to see this mind shift that will occur and this culture shift in which you were just previously talking about
0: well i was talking to my teammate charles adler before about you know how big this will be and when you actually sit back and look at all the different you know branches of where this can go certainly the pharmaceutical side of things is i think the one with the biggest amount of potential because a lot of people have always looked at pot and said okay if i'm going to take a painkiller I'd rather it be a more natural one than the stuff made with the pharmaceutical companies.
1: Yeah, exactly. And and I mean, I, I'm basically what's happened over the past year since uh, the end of quarter one in 2017, we've actually seen a 60% increase in the amount of patients entering the medical cannabis market. So the end of quarter one last year, there was uh, just around just over 200,000, whereas now we have over 300,000. So that's a significant increase in just a year. Mm-hmm. And as we move into adult use, there'll be a lot more people who, now that it's legal, will, will maybe feel more comfortable talking to their physician about it, even though we have had a medical program since 2001 in Canada.
0: Sure. And do you get the sense that, I mean, are doctors changing their attitudes about it in, in, in time? Will it just become one of these things that when you go to the doctor, they'll give you a choice? of saying would you like a pot kind of product or a cannabis product or do you want to you know is that how it'll go i think
1: at the end of the day there there is a there's obviously been more physicians that have come on board in the past year there's been over a thousand that Mm -hmm. have started prescribing um whereas before there's only about two thousand now there's three thousand and and that's something to really take into consideration because there are no programs in in medical school that are incorporating incorporating cannabinoid therapy Mm -hmm. a lot of them are still outdated so as more research presents itself and as Canada sets itself to be at the forefront of research on a global stage we're going to see more physicians starting to come on board trying to incorporate this into their practice.
0: Let me ask you this, because this is a very big issue. You know, we're learning who can smoke it, who can't. We now know the RCMP can't smoke it. Cops in Toronto can't smoke it. There's going to be industries, whether it's construction industries, maybe oil patch. We know that, you know, mass transit, like the TTC, you can't um, use drugs. Will this change that? Because if doctors are going to be prescribing this, and it's going to be part of the pharmaceutical fabric uh, of this nation, how's that going to work?
1: You know, there are certain cannabinoids that are non intoxicating or not psychoactive, such as CBD, which I'm, I'm sure everybody has heard quite a bit about, cannabidiol. Mm,
0: no, um, I've, never, I've never heard about that.
1: You've never heard of No, CBD
0: I have not. I mean, look, I think most people just think of THC when they think of pot. You know, that's the, the main thing.
1: Yeah, so CBD is referred to a lot um, in terms of pediatric patients and, and pediatrics using cannabis for their epilepsy or right. their neurodegenerative diseases. Um, and this is a, a cannabinoid that is non-psychoactive, but it still presents tons of therapeutic benefits, such as anti-inflammatories. Um, and, and that's something that I think that is really going to be looked at for people that are in those types of jobs, whether they're either TDC drivers or they're cops. Um, in our clinic, we actually had a, a large number of Durham Regional Police who were on leave who uh, were using cannabis. They were prescribed it. They were, recommend- they were referred by their psychologists. Um, and they were either not on the field, but they were at the desks, and they were able to use the CBD during the day. Mm -hmm. And in the evening they would incorporate CBD into their treatment regime in order to be able to sleep at night.
0: So is this, is this the same uh, product that, um, let's say our veterans would use for PTSD or if someone had PTSD, they would use this particular one without the, whatever it is. I don't know. What's the word you're using?
1: Uh, so CBD oil is is non-intoxicating, right. whereas THC would yeah. be the, the psychoactive component. Um, so a lot of times what people will do when when they are, are working citizens and they have jobs is they'll, they'll figure out what's the best way to medicate. So a lot of times people will, will stick with CBDs during the day to either mitigate their pain or reduce their anxiety. So, for example, the Rachel Police, a lot of them had um, issues with PTSD or they were depressed, um, they had high levels of anxiety, they would use the CBG during the day and then in the evening they would incorporate the THC while they were sleeping on a low level so that it would help them fight either insomnia or nightmares or, or any of those symptoms associated with post-traumatic stress, stress
0: disorder. Sure. Um, you know, you know, obviously a lot about pot and, and um, you know, the medical side of things, because that's kind of your specialty is, is, is that area. But let me ask you this, as far as, um, the product getting into you know kids or whatever, is there going to be a time when kids will be able to be medicated by medicinal marijuana?
1: Well, there's actually pediatric patients that are presently being medicated with um, cannabis. There was a large study that was just released on divert syndrome from sick kids. Um, and and I think that it, it's very promising. There, there are tons of pediatric patients that I've encountered through the, the many years of being lucky enough to be involved in this industry. Um, and just to see the, the, the dramatic difference in their quality of life when they've been able to switch from the traditional pharmaceuticals to the cannabinoid therapy approach is just astonishing.
0: Yeah. I've only got about a minute left, but if, if you're someone who doesn't use pot, but let's say you're just curious about it, how... Is the best way to introduce people? Because clearly, you know, someone who's been using for a lot of time will not be affected the way someone new to the market is. But w- what's the advice or the guiding light for those who are kind of curious about getting into uh, this new chapter?
1: So you always start low and go slow and and don't do a a method of administration in which you don't feel comfortable with. So if you're not comfortable with smoking, then then you should never start with smoking. Mm. A lot of times um, when people are dealing with any sort of arthritic pain in their hands, we'll try to stick to more of a topical based application because you're experiencing the benefits and the therapeutic effects of the cannabis Even if there's THC incorporated into it, however, you're not going to experience any psychoactivity because it will not break through the blood-brain barrier. Well,
0: that's no fun. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Hey, at least they get to learn the benefits. (laughs) Well, that's right. There you go. Well, we'll have you on again because there's a ton of questions and a ton of unknowns, and I know people are curious about it. So I appreciate you coming on.
1: Thank you for
0: your time. That is Melissa Rolston, CEO over at Team MD. And I got to be honest, I, I've never I've never had access to so many people in one area. It is unbelievable. <laughs> you can definitely feel the buzz in, in this because they're just like, do you need a special risk for this or an expert for that? I am like, I literally could do pot stories for the next thousand days. I'm Alex Pearson. This is On Point here on Global News Radio.